DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good past, good future, good present, good live, good now. Depends on. It depends on you. It depends on you and how you do, but it's uh, it's morning for us, and it's also the weekend, and everybody's trying to figure out how to get out of bed. Uh, I'm recording this on a Friday, so we're going to do a little bit of a review, just because, just because, just because um, this week was purely intentional as we are working on book two. We're trying to be intentional as to how we want to wake up, or at least recognizing how we do wake up, and today I want to talk about wake up believing and for some of us we have our beliefs and we know what our beliefs are we stand true to those we we stand on them we're that's our convictions but then as I woke up this morning I was doing my little quiet meditative I'm like you know and I would say searching for a word because in book one we just kind of went not off the cuff but we went how the day flowed and in this one a steel with the frog in my throat First thoughts of the morning, one eye open, the dog is like, oh, it's podcast time. Um, I wanted to be a little bit more intentional, like have some kind of direction that we want to go in and a conversation I want to have. This week, like I said, was purely intentional because we started out talking about, and I'm just turning back some of the pages. Um, I think, I don't know, let's see, maybe the Wake Up Famous one, I think, um, drove this whole conversation. We talk about people wanting to wake up famous. They want all this attention. Like, everybody wants attention. Everybody wants to be in the foreground. There's nobody. And I'm not going to say there's nobody. There's very few people who are willing to be part of the actual machine that gets things working. And if you are part of the machine, if you're not out there grandstanding and trying to be out front, people don't know really how to take it because people have gotten so humans have gotten so used to people trying to get what they want and so forth. So I want to talk about wake up believing because everybody's trying to get us to believe something, right? Every, from every moment. And this is this persuasion. There's the power of persuasion. But if you look around the society, um, we don't realize, and I'm, and I'm changing up what I was going to say right here, right now. We don't realize that not everybody is affected by or infected by the power of persuasion. You know, everybody didn't go after the chicken sandwich. <laughs> okay. There were some, there are some people out there that are still trying to be awesomely unique. And they, they're not going so much with the flow. They're not caught up in the pack and all that kind of stuff. And we learned that because we talked about now. We talked about, we did a couple of days um, talking about how to really do things together. And even in, in some people, uh, some of us realize that, we're together with the wrong people and we talked to we even did a day talking about how to escape that and basically how to escape our thoughts. So today, and then, uh, let me see what we did yesterday. I'm actually turning the pages here. Yesterday we talked about being uncertain. You ever notice how you see a person, you realize they need to escape what they got going on over there. Right. And yet they are uncertain. A lot of people are uncertain about where they are. And uh, that's usually when they when they end up in my presence, right? Because a lot of them are uncertain about doing what they want to do for a business. They wanna they wanna grow their business and things like that. So, uh, and then we talked about um, wake up dreaming yesterday. We talked about, actually yesterday, yeah, I talked about wake up dreaming because we were trying to get people to understand 
how to uh, expand their their limits because a lot of us live with limits that we think are strongholds on us and they really are and it's really about those thoughts and different things like that so if you want to catch up to where we are um, go and just go back and binge a little bit just on a couple of podcasts because otherwise you probably you might hear some language in here or some persuasion in this one that you might not understand where we're coming from. And that's my one of my biggest pet peeves that people like they, they want to jump in anywhere. They don't want to go back and do everything. Like I had a good friend that posted up a, a video this morning. And while I thought it was going to be just a clear cut conversation, like, oh, OK, because she's a, a thought leader in this in, in this content world. And I thought, OK, pick up right here. And I'm like, no. Because when I, I'm listening and watching the video, I'm like, okay, she's sharing, but she's not really sharing. I got to go binge on all this other stuff to catch up. Obviously, I've missed a step somewhere, and I'm, I'm watching, and I'm getting mad, and I'm getting upset. I'm like, why is this not easy as easy as it sounds like it should be? Why is this not a one-step thing? And I'm like, oh, I got to go here, then I got to click here, then I got to go all the way down this wormhole. And I, I even had to go Google, and I'm like, clearly, I missed a step, and I know what it is. It's that damn desktop. It's some more damn desktop stuff. So I'm going to have to do what? I'm going to have to get out of bed, go into the room where there is a desktop, dust it off, wait for it to come on, and do this task because I want to participate. But that's what life is. And I know as much as I want everything in my mobile environment, it's not. And I certainly don't want to bring, and what I am trying to avoid doing, which probably some of you have right now, all that, the laptop on the bed. I don't want to have it in a workspace. And I try to go, because that's a whole different headspace. Because I know when I go to the laptop or the desktop, I'm going to jump into cold mode. And I don't have time for cold mode right now. If I did, I'd be in there knocking on a website. And I don't hear talking about how to get out of bed. Understand where I am. I'm not believing. <laughs> in that and I have not yet been persuaded back into that environment because there was some trauma there uh dealing with websites dealing with people who wanted websites dealing with people who host websites I'm like I don't want to go back on that I this is not a good feeling going back to the desktop if there was I'd be like everybody else working and creating and punching out stuff on the desktop I would have my uh platform done which I promised to have done by the the 27 the new uh website and platform for those who are on the Ask Dryer Buzz side, they're waiting for a course that I've been working on and recording. I am going back into recording today. I got to do the bonus part of that and, and, and some other things that are the desktop is required. But I want to talk about, again, wake up, believe. And let me talk about some things. Um, when we talk about believing, I'm writing. Spell it, y'all. E-I-V-I-N-G. I don't even know. Uh, persuasion. I'm going to quickly write that down. Because that's what it is. Um, from day one, we get into this persuasion thing. There, Everybody around us is trying to persuade us of something. Television wants to persuade. All these different mediums want to persuade us. These business owners want to persuade us. School, uh, every essence, every part of our life. You are probably trying to, I'm trying to persuade people right now that it's okay to get out of bed. And I'm like, maybe I need to get back in bed with them. Um, we we all woke up this morning with some type of persuasion and and you face what a person already believes. We're trying to persuade a person or something because a lot of people out here are trying to per- persuade us that things are a lot easier. Some of us are working real hard. Like I had to do some tasks yesterday and I'm like, people are like, oh, this is how it's done. I'm like, that is just real hard. 
I know. And see, me being a productivity specialist, I know there's an easier way. Just give me a second because it's going to save us a lot of time and a certain lot of heartache, backache, physical pain, stress, all those things. If we just, like, look at the design of this thing and figure out the best way to do it and how to work in concert with one another to get to the, to get to the end results. The problem is nobody ever knows or has the end in mind. And, and, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, they like, just go, just keep doing, just keep doing, just keep doing. I'm like, wait, what? You know, even though I want to do like how to get out of bed, I want it to be a daily thing. If I wake up with a breath of life, I want to come on, I want to talk for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. And then I want to repurpose it and I want to monetize it. But at some point, it's going to be published and I'm done with that one and I want to move on to the next one. See, there's that cycle, that write that down, that cycle. I have that work all worked out, right? Cycle, E, okay. So, and that's the plan. And, and no one that I know of uh, gets in the way of that because they know that's what I believe. She believes that has to be done. Now, there have been some along the way that try to persuade things a little bit different. Like, you know, back in the day, those of us that were early on to this thing in, in 1999, they said, hey, you know, the Internet's not going gonna, gonna to crash. In fact, you, it's going to come a day you won't be able to live without it. And all the people said, oh, I don't think we're going to get into that. And I don't think, you mean people going to pay all this money to have this uti- this new utility and part of their daily life? was like, yeah, it's, it's going to be a thing. That That's the end goal is that we get to a point where no one can live without it. Now, there's some cautionary tales along the way, right? There's, in fact, there's some industries that started on this thing, that actually started this thing, and we're still watching, like, wait, where did they go? How are they functioning? Because they, they're operating at light years ahead of where we are. Most of that is, one of it is, like, the porn industry, which I don't think they necessarily lost their industry. I know y'all doing some stuff out there on the on the. Uh, uh, not reimbursing the expenses of it, I'll put it that way, free tip, but um, failing to reimburse, that's another one, because it, free, and write this down, because most people know me for this saying, where I say, free is fully reimbursing each expense, or every expense, well, you know, some people fail to reimburse each expense, you know, so free can, free can have two connotations, it, it, you can, you know, f- fully reimburse, or fail to reimburse, right? Fail to, and most people um, come to me because they fail to reimburse. People who want to monetize. They're like, well, I, my YouTube, I'm not getting the YouTube check, okay? How did you fail to reimburse that? You know, how are you failing at reimbursing uh, every expense for what you're doing? And then, because I, I can get you, you know, to I, it depends on what you believe, and it, it depends on how you persuade it, and it depends on the cycle. I keep telling people, cycle, there are cycles and seasons. First thing you got to know before you do any of this, for those of you that are listening, for those of you that are trolling and scrolling just for the, the little tips that have come through, you got to understand what your season is. There is no, there's no level of business where people don't understand their season. Like everybody well, in retail, uh, we're facing a retail apocalypse. And so right now, everybody's trying to get you to believe that you need to come back into the store. But you need, you're trying to get them to believe that you don't have to necessarily necessarily come back. Let me tell y'all, their people have already added everything, every bit of Christmas to their car, right? And they're getting an email. You added this to the car. You want to go ahead and buy it? You want to go ahead and buy it? No, you're like, no, I'm waiting on the discount. 
I'm waiting on a discount. There are people out there that still believe that you shouldn't have a discount. There are people out there that shouldn't believe that you should have you should have some kind of incentive for shopping with them. There are people out there that are waiting for the holidays because they know that each household is going to spend four hundred to eight hundred dollars per person per household, if not more, right? For the next five, six holidays and, and unofficial holidays. First of all, the unofficial holiday is the um, Fall Harvest Festival, okay? Everybody should be invited to Fall Harvest Festival. If you're not, you don't have good friends. Some of them will get dressing all up. They, they don't even realize. Some of them going to an event this week. Is it tonight or tomorrow? I don't even know when it is because it's supposed to be all kind of secret. But you're going to see it coming all down your timeline. And guess what? They didn't tell you about it. You know, they didn't, they, they don't even want you to know where they're going. If they didn't, if you see somebody on your timeline, they didn't tell you, they don't, they're not like, just unfriend them. Cause they're not even trying to let you know nothing anyway. Let me tell you, one of my pet peeves is I hate people that only post stuff afterwards. Right. I'm like, because you do so. And it's not cause I want to know it's, it's not cause I want to troll is that I watch people undermine, undermine, undermine. That's my word. Y'all I'm telling you, I have to go before. I have to go sit at several tables and I have to talk about how humans undermine each other. And it's based on a lot of these boxes that we checked in our society. And there, there are people like myself who monitor these behaviors and report, uh, for a minimal fee, no, not even minimal fee, for a fee on these behaviors to various entities. And, uh, and the undermining, it, it boggles my mind because it's the same people who undermine everything, um, always talking about they want better for this, that, and the other, or for even for themselves. But they believe what they believe in is so backwards. You know, it's so backwards. It's like, man, this these last couple of years have been all about getting rid of folk. And so many of us, that's why I can wait for the new Facebook and all of this stuff to change because... Uh, connecting us is probably one of the worst things um, that society could have done, letting us see each other, because we have not, and, and, and uh, we've only evolved, we would have, if had not been for Facebook in particular, we probably would have evolved a whole lot more than we have as Americans. I'm not going to say as humans, because everybody else is like leaps and bounds of, of um, beyond America, you know, but um, undermining, there's so much undermining going on and like, it's, 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 it's so crazy. It's just, cr- I don't, I don't have another, I don't have nice adjectives. I just have to call things what they are. So, oh my God, it's just, mm. it's so, it's disappointing. It's disappointing because it, it largely affects some of us, it largely affects some of us, the type of undermining that goes on. And I only, I deal particularly with the people that end up not being able to get out of bed around these things. So keep in mind, that's always going to be the conversation of how we, how certain people end up with anxiety and depression, how we hurt one of them. Bottom line, y'all, too much of what we believe hurt us and each other. We hurt ourselves and we're, and that's what I'm trying 
trying to get us to avoid. If I need to get you to believe anything today, because this, this is what happens each and every day, every corner you turn, everywhere you go, there's somebody trying to get you to believe something. And But the sad part is they're trying to get you to believe it based on only knowing a limited amount of information about you. And so, yes, sometimes that persuasion of trying to get you to believe something, certain cycles and seasons and undermining and, and hurtful um, can be entirely wrong. You know, there are people who will judge you just based on the person you're standing next to or the place that you live, your zip code, your phone number, your area code, um, looking at your nails, your hair, your shoes, all these different things, right? Um, listening to the things you say there's a video right now, y'all. And I'm, I'm sorry. It's so funny. And, it, and, and you hope it's just pure comedy. And not truly somebody's life, but then, you know, even if it's per company, it's somebody's life. But then you're looking at the video like, I don't know if this is a joke. But it's so funny. It's where the young lady is trying to get the young man to have certain enunciations. And I'm like, girl, because I'm, I'm like, I, I know that's a thing because I live in the South. I grew up with Southern dialect. And, and I think he is, I, I don't even know where it's from. But it's so funny, right? And, but yet, at the same time, I'm like, and I hope everybody else is looking like, man, that's a nice balcony. Are they on vacation? Whatever it is. It's like, because, you know, that's how the middle class flows. It's like, you know, you think you can believe what you want to believe, but you really don't know. And even out here on social media, you can see somebody can come and post every second of their life, and you still won't have a full story, right? Because every, there are people that want us to believe and believe and believe all these things and trying to persuade us to believe how they believe or to believe this about them. It's belief, okay, what you what you take in and what you then think is true and how things are. But what we don't pay particular enough attention to is the persuasion that's going on behind that. Like right now, we're in a political season. They want us to believe that all these people have all this concern. Because I'm always like this when it comes to politics. And all of them get up on that stage. All, every last one of them. Democrats, Republicans, Independents, Green, Red, Blue, Donkey, Elephant, whatever. All of them get up there and they got the best made plan for whatever position they're on. But I'm like, for the majority of them, but I'm like, you already elected and not trying to do that. So, like, are you already working on that? Or do we only get that immaculate plan if we ele- if you are able to persuade us to elect you? Like, because aren't you already in Congress? Like, aren't you already on the council? Aren't you already a mayor, a governor, a judge? You know, are you, are you not already doing that stuff? Listen, if you can't stand up there and say, hey, listen, this is what we're doing in my district or for my constituents and all of your constituents can say that's that's who you are and man if we elect you we're going to get that and i if i if i can't look at your constituents or your district and see something you know like uh, i don't know the people in your district they, kinda, they don't have no jobs do we really want you in a larger in a larger office? You know, the people in your district, you know, they, they got health issues. Do we really want you in a larger capacity? Because they used to, well, if I had the entire budget, really, would you? Would you do better? I don't. You know, people always want to tell you it's like it only gonna t- it only takes a little bit more for them to do better. No, do better, and we'll give you a little bit more, right? Have you have we ever like have you ever had to go to the person and say, listen, people in your district are doing very well. You know, wh- why don't you think of, and this is this does happen. It does happen. 
People are going like, man, your district is doing very why don't you run for office? We'll get behind you. We'll you know, make sure you're nominated. We'll put the money, you know, we'll make sure you've got this and that. That persuasion again. I'm telling you, persuasion goes on. I could barely wake up and my phone was jumping with persuasion. Can I persuade you to do this? And I mean, hell, I went to bed last night dropping some persuasions and beliefs in the inbox. You know, I want you to believe that I should get your next interview. I should be the next per- person that have a dialogue with you before the public. I should be that person. Or we should be that person. You should come on this podcast. Or that. You know, and then I woke up and then, dang, and I'm like, man, I know how they feel now because, like, dang, somebody dropped, like, I'm looking at the time, I'm like, did you really expect me to be available at that time? I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I did some of the same thing. I'm getting ready to cuss this person out. And I'm like, wait, you just did the same thing. Don't be a hypocrite. Let me tell you, I live my days running from hypocrisy. I'm writing. Somebody spell it. Okay? I live my days scrolling through hypocrisy on this, on these social medias. On these social medias, they're 20 minutes into this podcast. We're only going to jump on here about 30 minutes. It's Friday. I want you to go ahead and get out of bed. I want you to go ahead. People are like, well, I'm already out of bed. Okay, so why are you listening? Because it says clearly how to get out of bed. And that's what I'm saying. People are coming trying to prepare. Why people got to get out? Why people need to get out of bed? Because some of us are still in bed. Some of us can't get out because y'all already out of bed out there persuading people to do all the wrong stuff. We just tired of running into it. For, but for those who noon, what time is it? What? Uh-oh, we early, y'all. We before 10 a.m. <laughs> Dang. Um, <laughs> I got to laugh because it's usually a noontime thing. Uh, you know, somewhere, you know, it, it fluctuates. I, let me tell you, I try to persuade people not to expect uh, how to get out of bed at a certain time. Listen, that's why it's called binge on buzz. Because I don't like, I don't like the persuasion of a time. I don't like, I don't like a clock at all. I'm like, I lived enough looking at the clock. I don't want to have to look at the clock. Except for yesterday, I was like, what time is it? What time is it? What time is it? I was like, what time do we get out of here? Okay, because I can't persuade these people that this is not the way to do this any any freaking longer. But anyway, everywhere you look, everywhere you go, somebody's trying to get you to believe something. And I remember uh, when I first wanted to become a blogger. And because there was not enough um, positive persuasion on, uh, or light, a spotlight highlight shown to certain people, there was no problem me becoming, uh, their voice or a media outlet for them. And I remember talking, not to drop name, but just giving out some of the game. I remember, what is it, Tony Brown from the Tony Brown Journal. And I remember talking with him about, and I don't even know how we got in the conversation. He might've just saw what I was doing and volunteered the information. I think I was waiting to speak to someone and he was either coming off the same panel with them. You know how people do. And, uh, and we, we got into a conversation and I'm still trying. And I, and I don't want, I want to say this the right way. Cause I don't want you to believe that I had some favor of, that's my thing. I don't never want anybody to believe that I had some favor because anybody could have been standing side by side. I didn't have to be the only one. And I've tried oftentimes not to be the only one. But, I mean, I'm standing there, it was he, and I'm just going to tell you, it was he and Judge Hatchett and somebody else that I wasn't even thinking about approaching because it was maybe three or four. And it was in the middle of uh, CNN Center. And uh, it was an event, I think a week-long event or something like that, and they were on a panel. And I was waiting for them to finish, and I had, you know, my question, I had asked him, 
and Judge Judge Hatchet, she was doing something with a person getting changing business cards. I'm trying to think who else was on there because it had to be. I think it was it was one of the years that one of the award shows were absolutely awesome black award shows, and they had like a whole flank of events going on with it. So it was kind of it was that was an amazing year, man. Because I think I left that event and I went and met Nancy Wilson. I mean, this was like early on. Now this is not a lot of good quality people. Like, you know, want to know why you don't blog? It's not a lot of good quality people out there. And it may just be me. And that was that was my generation. These were the thought leaders of my generation coming into as a young woman. These are the people that were ushering us in. Uh, to our generation. So some of these names and things like that are, are something of this caliber of importance. Probably why it, these things don't happen th- today like that because people don't believe. It's not necessary. Everybody wants everything kind of microwave. But back then, it had, you, everything that went on in that day had to have some validity and some credibility and some substance. Everything was about substance. In fact, as I uh, woke up this morning, one of the reasons I post, one of the posts I did, there was a conversation about Ali Pat. Somebody go, who? Ali Pat? I mean, and people were having a, uh, posting some of his uh, iconic um, milestones that this man had in his life that chronicle. If, if you, and, and apparently it looks like the, one of the good doctors over there uh, I talked about just yesterday on the other podcast. He's doing some amazing research. He's now uh, taking the helm of something in Atlanta. I'm trying to follow the trail, but he's now back in Atlanta taking the helm of the ruins of black excellence. And I call it the ruins of black excellence. It was in the article it's called "Vanishing Black Atlanta." And as you know, a lot of a general, what a lot of the work that a generation, just a generation, uh, did and wanted us to value. Um, they forgot to explain the cost of these things. And so therefore nobody can keep them going because while, you know, they, there was a lot of value on the surface, there was the substance to the cost of this thing is, is missing. And so these things are vanishing and therefore they becoming the ruins of this generation. And they're, they're getting older and they're looking at all this work that they consider themselves to have done. And now they're sitting back and they're just looking at the ruins of it because it did not translate on to the next generation because what they did do, which was the wrong thing to do, because hindsight is twenty twenty, is they all encouraged. They, it was they they persuaded those coming behind them um, not to not to go through the same struggles that they went to. Therefore, the value is not the same. Therefore, these things are vanishing and and becoming ruins because they persuaded those becoming behind them coming behind them to move on, go on to somewhere. Now they want to know, well, what's happening with the black community? Well, I'm sorry, but you told everybody to go integrate. What you think was going to happen? You told everybody that what we had wasn't good enough. What you think was going to happen? You told everybody, you know, not to stay and invest. Now you come on, come back, come back. Now they over there like, now they over there like girl on the thing. It's like, you don't, but you left, like Titanic, left, left home. But what was his name? Y'all can't think of his name. Um, Dang, what was his name? She left him hanging, lingering in the cold water. Wouldn't put him on the put him on the float thing with her. Uh, go look and go look at. The, uh, <laughs> I can't help the laugh. I'm sorry. You know. And so now it's like now that they are like I said, hindsight. Hindsight is not 2020. Hindsight is not 2020 at all. And I got a better one. But so now we're we're facing this thing and and. 
the right thing to believe wasn't embedded. And most of us, one of the reasons that we're out here and all this persuasion is going on in these cycles. And one of the things I said, because I'm, I'm one of, I'm of a particular, I'm of a different generation hanging out with these people because, um, one thing that wasn't valued during that time. And, and this was the research that I was doing at that time is that who were their storytellers? Because I knew their archive and their history and the work that they were doing was going to be of importance one day. And so now I am reminding them that, Hey, listen, guys, I was there. I saw the work that you did. And I posted a picture of, um, they, somebody mentioned Allie Patton. I posted a picture of Allie Patton and Dick Gregory, whom have both passed on and who left a whole, who both left a whole lot of um, breadcrumbs for us to follow. And I don't know that anybody's following them. I don't know that anybody's really truly following their footsteps. But I know that these two men mentored a lot of people. Unfortunately, the belief and persuasion, and this is where the boomer generation went wrong, is where the silent generation went wrong, is that they did, they, while mentoring was important, uh, many of them did not mentor enough people, right? They they mentored some, but they persuaded them this is how it should look and this is what should accomplish, but they did not, they didn't pass on all of it and therefore the value and the cost of this thing is, is lost on a lot of people. And now, I mean, I don't know. And that, one of the things I said as representing that next generation, you know, and I, I said to them, I'm inclined to let the cycle happen. I am inclined to let the cycle, I'm inclined to let these things vanish um, simply because I know about a rebirth. I know what rebirth means. And there has to be, in order for the v- true value to come through, there, it's, a, it's an absence thing. Like, you know, the, um, the heart, let me write that down, absence. An absence has to occur. Uh, the heart has to go f- grow fonder, right? What is that thing? Absence makes the heart grow fonder because we have to have a generation that is going to yearn for these things so that when they miss them long enough, they will then uh, recreate them, replicate, recreate. Okay? We, somebody will come along because guess what they did. And, and the thing about it, we have to, I have to continue to remind you is y'all, we live in a young, very young country. We live in a very young country, even though it has had a long history of harsh, harshness and dark history. We still live in a very young country. There, there are still generations that are doing things and, and now that people have not yet seen before. We, we're still in the we're still in the world of innovation. I think we'll always be in the world of innovation, simply because there is not enough persuasion and belief going from one generation to the next. It's like everything completely changes from one generation to the next. It's like there's very little. Like right now, I'm in a bunch of food groups, and you guys know I've gone into the kitchen, and I went into the kitchen because it's like, man, we got to remember, like, like instantly. We started missing my mother's food. We started missing the, this taste and these flavors. It's like, and we're trying to figure out, like, whoa, we can't lose that, right? There are not enough people. Well, I'm not going to say there's not enough. because, And let me say this because you're out there. I'm saying we don't know enough about the people that are trying to hold on to this thing. And, and there's not enough ways for us to simply communicate um, in forms, because even though we're out here on social media, social media is the middleman. 
There's some discussions right now that we need to ought to have. And there are some discussions that we were having that in these meetings each and every day, people sit down and talk about how to suppress that conversation. Uh, Oprah, not Oprah own has launched something called black women own the conversation. Well, you're not going to see that on social media because it, it, it is now tagged and, and people talk, trying to talk uniquely about their culture. Um, Facebook and other entities are not going to let you see those. So if you're not waking up each and every day going particularly to some of these profiles that are of importance to you, if you wait, I don't care if you go like the page, guess what? You're still not going to see anything on it, right? So all those conversations that we started out having, I mean, you're just not going to see them on social. You, you've got to have that extra energy to go and find these things because otherwise... It's, it's just not going to happen because they wake up each and every day trying to figure out, oh, here's, here's some new language, block this, suppress that. I mean, it's every single day. So while there are those trying to get you to believe one thing, there are those trying to suppress the believers. There's those trying to, there are those suppressing the conversation because one is not that profitable. You believe in the right thing and not having hypocrisy, not understanding the season, not understanding who you are, doesn't make nobody any money. It does not. So, you know, you becoming a whole being. You becoming um, a value to your community, your family, and all that. Eh, it's not a lot of money in that. And we live in a world where the number one belief system is all about money. So, therefore, true matters of the heart, true matters of the mind, true matters of the soul uh, are going to be suppressed. So, you better figure out how to get around that suppression. One of the ways that I decided I was going to get around that suppression was to become that thing that suppresses. And why? Because I was not going to suppress it. And there are those that look at me each and every day. It's like, wait, we over here trying to suppress all this. And she's just like over there just publicizing it all, right? And, and, and went and I learned from the best. I'm like, okay. I learned from the best that suppress. Just like Clinton put a bunch of money out there trying to figure out, like, you know, everybody was like, oh, he was the best black president. Meanwhile, he was paying folk. To tell, tell him everything about black folk. And then he went in. He was like, well, let's not do this no more. Let's, we got to get out here with a surplus. And frankly, we're doing too much for black people. <laughs> Just saying. That's why your HBCU is over there struggling right now. Because he paid them a lot of money to figure out how they work. And now you're trying to figure out now. Notice they struggling. I'm like, come on. Okay. Belief, persuasion, cycle. At the 34th uh, season, undermine, hurt, hypocrisy, absence, heart, yearn, miss, recreate. Uh, you will recreate that which you yearn for when you start missing it, when your heart recognizes it is now absence, you know. Um, hypocrisy and hurt. This, it, I want to, we see too much of it. It's not, it's not the majority but we see, we just see too much of that. There's a whole several channels, a whole spectrum on the on the television channels that I'm like, my God, they got they got enough episodes of people for, people who hurt people. What is it? Snapped, and all those different things. I'm like, they got umpteen thousand seasons of of the shows based on the ways in which we hurt each other. It's so hard to get out there and find good stuff. And I hope that when you binge on Buzz, you do. In fact, I know you do because um, I've seen the reaction and we've surveyed those. We monitor 
and your experiences. We go on there and look, and, and people are like, wow. Because I, I can't tell you how many people tell me each and every day. It's like, wow, I had no idea. Uh, I had no idea that we could do this. Right now, um, we're having to share so much. To, so much that people, there's so many people that are in, I hate saying that, but there's so many people looking for, and, and you would think in social media, this stuff would be easy to find. Like every day, somebody's talking about they need a job. People are like, why are you posting job stuff? Right. I know it's not you. Cause I know everybody got seven figures and they rich and all that kind of stuff. But then I'm in, I'm in other groups and I see people talking about it. I mean, even just this morning, one of the main posts is like, whoa, somebody saying that they're contract ended or their job ended and they, you know, about to lose their whole entire lifestyle, you know, and because when I came on social media, George Bush was president and the number one trend was people talking about they lost their jobs. And, and I know we've got the, we've had these two presidents that that have done amazing things with the job market. But again, you know, we're in America and, 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 and we are behind on this thing. And I know a lot of people, you're secure, but Hey, okay. If you just, Keep going and, and move and stop interrupting. You know, I, I I mean, it just, it boggles my mind how much we want to undermine. And I can't take it. it I can't take it sometimes. It's like, okay, I understand you're okay. I, I know you're good. But I'm trying to help the person beside you, behind you, way back there in the back, trying to come forth. You know, it's like we keep trying to we keep trying to hide behind this grandeur uh, of of a thing. And it's like, no, you know, it, like, like, let me tell you, there's this thing that people do. Let me talk, write it down. Shade and shame. Right. Number one website, folks, number one websites today. They promote how much we shade each other, how much we shame each other. Those are those are the number one, number one websites. Right. Number one. OK. Um. There is, well, I'm trying to think, what was it? Um, God, I forgot just that quick. Um, it was an event. It was not an event. It was not an event. There were people asking for help. And people were saying that they don't want to, they don't want to show that. Because, and I think this is a thing that we do, because we, and I'm talking about black people now, and maybe other cultures do it, right? Um, oh, I know what it was. Yesterday, yesterday, yes, just yesterday, Dawn and I was riding, there was an interview on about, for the new, what I call the new dope boys. The new dope boys, these are the people that are opening up stores with the, the CBD. Um, there was an interview, and my friend of mine is going to be nice, going to be happy I'm shouting this out. There was an interview yesterday, y'all, about American farms um, getting ready to switch over, switch over to finally growing all this marijuana and all these other different names for it, right? The marijuana plant. And you're going to start driving down the highway and then start seeing, probably seeing cotton everywhere. You're going to start seeing, man, you're going to start feeling good on this. Like, dang, this road feels good. Well, you're going to look to your left, look to your right, you're going to see, because purely that's the only thing that you can grow in America right now, right? Because every other country has, if you don't know, if you don't watch C-SPAN, if you don't watch congressional hearings, if you don't watch who you out there electing, see, when we y'all elected the last two presidents, okay, if not three, if not all of them, hell, all of them, okay, they call these people our allies. Well, at this point, 
Every everybody that's got any kind of relationship with America has done it in exchange for something in our in the chain of our lives, in our food chain, our health chain, all of these chain, different chains, because we ain't been concerned about we've been concerned about all the wrong things. So the last of the chain, which was the chicken chain, okay, the food chain, has pretty much been outsourced. All this land you see. You know, what, what, what is it from Shorter, Shining Sea, and Rose and Hills and all that kind of stuff. Uh, all this land, you see, used to be farms. I mean, you couldn't go 20 miles outside the city without seeing all this food, right, being grown. Well, now it's just land, and, and they've sold most of it to build your subdivision on, okay? That's why your subdivision is called a plantation or a farm or a lake, this, that, meal, fields, bridge, all that stuff. All of that used to be represent a change. So yesterday, this guy was on, and he was talking about, hey, you know, he's going out there, he's getting getting the farmers. The farmers are happy now because they get to grow marijuana or whatever they decide. The new dope boys called to plant hemp. <laughs> okay, right. And he was talking about the chain of how you know the grow from the growers, you know, to the people that's going to extract this and going to extract that, and the fiber, the fiber is going here and the. CBD is going there, and the TAC, I don't know where that's going yet, like, follow that chain, right? And all this other, all these other various parts of, of how this thing, you know, in the legalization of it, um, and where it's going to, where all this stuff is going to end up, and she played a clip where, you know, that, where in order to get this passed, you know, somebody said, well, 20% of that has got to go to minority and woman. I'm like, well, shoot, why just 20%? Why, why 20%, right? And he said, well, we're, we're, we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to mentor. I'm like, I'm like, uh, excuse me, but don't we have like, how many of y'all went to like the agriculture schools? Okay. I mean, y'all, y'all got the, y'all got the dances, you got the bands, you got the Greek organizations and, and the anniversaries and it's homecoming. Y'all, excuse me, when y'all go back to homecoming, can y'all find out if the agriculture school is going to be growing the hemp, right? What what class that came out of school with you is, is, is going to be growing the hemp? I mean, people, let me tell you, this is how it go. Remember the headline with Mike, with Mike Tyson? People like, Mike Tyson over there uh, smoking up $40,000 a month. Uh, whatever he like, okay, but he making five hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm like, who, who? Why that headline? Why they suppressing that headline? Uh, the man making five hundred thousand dollars a month. All right, uh, he probably he probably just getting high off the fumes. I'm like, but but remember I said at the top you got to find a way to shade and to shame. People are like, oh, well, let's shame Mike Tyson because then, first of all, we're going to shame Mike Tyson. Oh, he's spending $40,000 a month. I think he can. I think he can. I think he probably has to. He's got to have some kind of expenditures, make, bringing in that kind of money. got to spend it on something. And clearly, if, if, if anybody, somebody, he probably, I mean, think about it. The man probably can't walk too still. I mean, hell, I can't have, wait, walk two steps like, damn, did I take up, did I take this pill, that pill, God, dog, right, so, it's probably an expense, and the fact that somebody knows how much it is, it's probably, he probably have to fill out a form, you know, the man been hit upside, well, I don't know how many people got a chance to hit Mike Tyson, but maybe his fist hurt, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, it's like, I want you to believe that you should think a little bit bigger than you do, 
You know, and I was like, wait a minute. You know, then I, I went looking. I'm like, okay, why, is, why did somebody pull? Because, you know, everything is a line item to me. And I'm like, why did they just pull this 40? Where did they get that 40,000? He had to report that somewhere. And I'm like, let me go find some other headlines. And there it was. It's like Mike Tyson over there making 500,000. And then think about it. If Mike Tyson making 500,000, he got investors. I'm like, so then that, that's like where the rest of that go. That's a split. Everything is a split. Who is it? And I'm like, who is he splitting that with and how much everybody else is getting? Right? Then you go to look at this industry because I'm like, hey, go look up hashtag new dope boys. I've been asking when we're going to get some brothers and sisters up in these new dope boys and, and at what level? And at, and at what level? Right? So, again, it comes back to what you're willing to believe in. And the part that I'm concerned about and the reason why sometimes I can't get out of bed is because I am... So concerned about how we are persuaded into believing what we believe in. And I saw it go down all the timelines. And everybody's so ready to throw the man to the wolves because he's spending $40,000. I'm like, that's just, that. if you know that amount, it's a line. It's just an expenditure. So how much is he making? And then I went look, I'm like, oh, here's the headline. He's making $500,000 a month. A month, people, on his farm. Okay. And you better know, it just got approved in Georgia. All these people that open up these vape stores and, you know, and seeing all the while people were giving pushback on the part that's, well, I don't know. If, okay. But anyway, while they were trying to get this plant approved, nicotine found this way in there. So guess what we, guess what kind of cycle we got now? We got a bunch of young people addicted once again to nicotine when we were at a point we were headed to a point where nope, where the addiction level on nicotine and smoking was at an all-time low. Then here comes all these old crazy commercials talking about, oh, well, you can smoke without the odor, and you, and you know, and your, and I couldn't even believe like the commercial even talked about your boss would appreciate. It. I'm like, wait a minute, that's some that's some weird persuasion going on there because no company should be persuading a person to smoke. I mean, that don't end well at all. It has never ended well. Has never ended well, but the persuasion out here, I'm looking at what you believe, and when I find out you believe something, I'm always looking to find out what is the persuasion of it, because most of y'all like to come to me and have these kind of discussions, and I always say, well, why is that up for a discussion? How did you believe that? And I look at your sources, and I look at, like, let's just take the Trump folk right now, okay? People who want to, people who elected Trump and now want to re-elect Trump, there are all there's all kind of deployment right now. I saw a headline just the other day. They they getting ready to deploy these black folk to come with a particular type of persuasion, and it's gonna work. Believe you me, it's going to work. Cause I'm like, damn, that's pretty good. By all accounts, somebody been learning. Okay, they're getting ready to deploy <laughs> based on what you already believe, and it ain't gonna be bought. It ain't even going to be Russian. It's just going to be some folk who look like you that's going to have a lifestyle that you want that's going to come with a particular persuasion in a cycle, an election season, to undermine what it is that you think you Because the thing about it is, you, we are not strong enough in our beliefs. We are not strong enough in our beliefs. So, therefore, this particular persuasion is coming in a cycle that we call election season to undermine what it is you think you believe. Because they know, as I know, based on what you even post on social media, you can be persuaded based on what has hurt you, how you can't recognize hypocrisy, 
And in the absence of that good president you had, Obama's, your heart is yearning for something that you missed. I'm going down my list, y'all. Your heart yearns for something that you missed, and they are going to persuade you that they can recreate it because of how you fall, how you fall victim to shade and shame. I just went through the keywords: believe, persuasion, cycle, season, undermine, hurt, hypocrisy, absence, heart, yearn, miss, recreate, shade, and shame. There is nothing, very few things in America that gets done without start with a start without a starting point of shade and shame. African Americans in particular, and probably through all throughout the diaspora, there is one thing that you are ashamed of. And the majority of uh, your belief system builds from there. The majority of your belief system builds from there for which we can be persuaded of a lot of things. Now, I'm saying it just simply because I am a female. I'm a black female. Hell, you can get an Asian male and this, that, and the other and all these other enclaves. Um... And everybody is dealing with this. Don't think it's just a black thing. I'm just a black woman and I'm, I'm talk, prop, more or less talking to black people. I don't care who trolling. I don't care who's scrolling. Um, that's just, that's my experience. And that's just what I, that's what I can talk about. And that's not even the box I'm putting. That's the box people are going to put it in. But anyway, you guys think about what it is you believe in. Because you're not convicted enough. You're not strong enough in your conviction. And and the persuasion, and the, and the funny thing about it is, the persuasions, ha- it happens so fast. The cycles, they move so fast. And it's almost like a day-to-day-to-day-to-day thing. And it's funny because I remember a per- person getting mad at me, like, the very next day they were saying something entirely different. I'm like, but wait, you, yesterday you just said this about this. It's the same thing. There's nothing, the only difference is your tolerance. Okay, which leads to your prejudice. You like black people can't be prejudiced. We can all have a prejudice. We can all have bias, right? That's the only difference is you tolerate this over here more than you tolerate that. So if this person said they can easily persuade you, if that person said you're gonna want to scrutinize it, the the problem here is the signals are crossed. This one over here, you shouldn't scrutinize as much as you do. The truth. See, the hypocrisy, you let that slide right on through. You wear, you wear that glove, that cloak, that coat, all that. You wear that well more often than the thing that you should not be scrutinizing, that you should just take at face value. You scrutinizing that till it gets exhausted and just simply stop trying to tell you. Like, there may be a day you're like, where's how to get out of bed? I might just be exhausted. And, you know, and the sad part about it was, in one of the in one of the conversations, uh, everybody was just talking about what did I say? What did we what, what did we talk about yesterday? Um, and it was in a conversation where everybody was just talking about how ex- it was exhausting. It was absolutely. I mean, like literally, like just yesterday, we were we were like coming back. We we're like, wait, we we back here again. It's like this is exa- oh, I know what it was. Somebody was talking about it, it was a guy. Uh, there was a story going down the timeline, and I looked at the source. And I'm like, okay, I'm tired of this source, right? I need to, I need something better than this. I can't. And uh, it was a story about a man um, went into the bank with his hat on. Now, and you know, everybody was like, "Well, he should take his hat off." Okay, but still, 
You know, he walking in, it's 100 damn degrees out there. Yeah, you should have on some shades or you should have on a hat. Who doesn't, right? Okay? He walked in the bank, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't disrobe it fast enough, and they're like, oh, no, he's coming to rob us. <laughs> they called the police, and people were like, whoa, it's, it's, it's exhausting to be us. It's exhausting to be us because people in their own hypocrisy, they because they know <laughs> these are things that they do. Like they will walk into a bank with hat and shades on and rob the bank. It's like it's like come on, y'all! All the daggone video is out there. We don't walk in the bank with for the most part because I ain't I ain't met a bank robber yet, y'all. And I've been on this planet a long time and. I, I'm like, I got to know somebody that robbed the bank. I'm like, how long are they gonna hold keep that? How long y'all keep that a secret? Where is the money? Like, just, uh, just, I look. I ain't telling no. I ain't snitching. I'm like, somebody. I got to know. But then I go looking at the, looking at the data, and it's like, wait, we don't rob bank. What do you mean? No, we barely can walk in the bank cashing our own check, let alone trying to go up and that set it off was a great movie because it don't happen. <laughs> so look. Three, four brothers don't get to walk up in the bank together <laughs> and rob it. Like, I, 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 and I used to watch. I don't watch the news anymore. But I'm like, I ain't never seen that headline. I just ain't. I'm just sorry. You know, now I've seen the one where the guys walk in with uh, full-on armor from head to toe and, and be able to walk down the street blowing up everything. You know, I've seen the guy go in the bank and rob the bank and leave on the bicycle and they got every piece of video but they don't know who he is right got all this fake facial recognition stuff going on but yet you know all but see this kind of stuff gets suppressed in the news when they go to the month when they go to the morning meeting they're like nope suppress that suppress that okay we got enough black stories okay let's roll <laughs> i'm like come on i know i you two 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 brothers can't even walk in the bank together okay dude i'll catch you in a minute they walk in separate. They get out. The same, they can't even get out the same car in the same park. Two brothers can't even get out the car in the same parking lot of a bank. Even with a brother as a security guard, like bro, bro, what y'all doing, bro? Wait a minute, hold up, what y'all doing? <laughs> right? Y'all can't even go up in there talking about y'all business partners. I don't care if you got millions of dollars for that. It ain't even happening. Y'all gonna roll? I meet you there. I'm, I'm gonna get there by ten. You roll up in there. I'm gonna already have that meeting set up because you already know. Because Barry Gordon and I already told y'all, talking about Mitchell and Barry Gordon, remember Barry? And y'all don't know. Well, Barry Gordon, we're talking about Mr. Motown himself. Barry Gordon said he used to have a paper route, you know, in a good neighborhood. Little black boy delivering the papers. Ain't nobody had no problem, right? So he had got another opportunity because, you know, he was a hustler a long time. Always a, born. He was born a hustler. So he was getting ready to hand off the paper route to another little brother. You know, maybe I think it was his brother, whatever. And he said the first lesson he learned is that, hey, one is cute, two is a threat. So as soon as they got to the neighborhood, now there's two of them walking through. He, he, he realized the people were kind of, they weren't as easy as they were. Seeing the little black boy come and sell the newspaper, they were like, whoa, who is this with you? Who you got with you, Barry? Right. And he realized, you know, wait a minute, dude, we can't even we can't do this together. I'm like, you're going to have to come on and get this going. I'm going to have to just hand this off to you. They're going to kill us. Right. Like they're going to kill us. I don't. He was like, I don't care how long I have known these people or how nice they have been or have been over the years. I've been delivering their papers. Once they see two, they go blind. Right. I'm telling you, I better go read Barry Gordon's uh, uh, memoir uh, and you can go get it on the audio. I'm just saying breadcrumbs. Right. And hypocrisy.
Hypocrisy is what it is. There's too much, there's too much hypocrisy. Hypocrisy and suppression. I'm going to put that word down there. Right? Because I'm telling you, it's all about what you want to, what I want you to believe. I came on here doing this podcast. I want you to believe that you can get out of bed. I want you to believe that no matter how much you see of something, it's, that's not all, that's not all of it. I need you to go forth today. Just remember it. That feel, whatever it is that you spent, that's not all. That's not it. And it's totality. I'm writing. That's not life in its totality. It might be a season. It might be a cycle. Just a moment of hypocrisy, right? If, if, if you're going to get it in your gut, second battery one, I got to go. You're going to get it in your gut. You're going to feel it. I just want you to believe. I want you to be able to stand, stand true in your belief. I don't, listen, I don't want to be able to, I don't want to be able to come on here today and persuade yourself that's tomorrow. I don't even want to persuade you. Yeah, I want to persuade you to get out of bed, but I want you, because when you stand there, those are your own two feet you're going to have to stand on. I'm, I'm not going to be there to catch you because I'm ahead of you. I'm, I'm in front of you. I'm moving on, right? I don't know who's behind you. They may catch you. They may not, right? I just want you to know that whatever it is going on, it's a, it's a cycle because your beliefs are not strong enough. Remember I said faith is waiting one more day? That's my, I believe that. I believe that. So I tell myself, listen, girl, um, what, and, and I just thought, call myself girl. Not, that's one thing I hate for people to call me. Uh, for some reason, some, there's a sector out there that think that that's an icebreaker. That's not an icebreaker. You you put up a wall fast enough. But anyway, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to persuade you to say that you should believe and stand on your beliefs and not be so persuaded otherwise. Find something, and it's not going to be everything. You're not going to be you're not going to be totally convinced. Let me put that down there, right? You know, you're not going to be totally convinced on everything. You're not going to be strong on everything. But at least have something that you can always fall back on. I can always fall back on my faith and things I can remember, things that I can recall. I can Because I can remember and recall those things that I experienced, those things that I feel, I, I realize there's something else. There's something else, something better than this. If I get out of this bed today and I go and encounter all the wrong people, I'm going to, I can say, oh, that was just a day. Cause there are some of the, there are days like that where you encounter all the wrong people. You might've listened to me on the wrong day, on the wrong podcast. Like I wouldn't watch, I, I know I shouldn't have watched that video of how to do something as the first thing I see, because my mind is not right. Cause I got other things on my mind. So I missed a step. Then I'm mad and I'm frustrated. And I'm like, man, I hate watching her stuff. And I'm like, no, you don't. You love watching it. You should be, this is not what you should be doing right now. Because you can't think clearly because you got this other stuff that you got to do, right? So I had to persuade myself, put that down. <laughs> put it down, walk away, go do what you've got to do because that's where your priorities are. And then come back and then come back to it, all right? All right, guys, listen. Don't be, don't be the hypocrisy. Don't be what somebody has to suppress. Don't be what somebody else to shame. Please don't, at the end of the day, well, they said, don't, don't, don't bring shame to us, Okay. Please, at the end of the day, don't bring shade, okay? Think about, think about what it is you are saying, you know? Don't let people have to poke holes into who you are and what you're doing. And some of y'all, you can just take, it's like there's so many holes. It's like you're not even a whole person no more, you know? You're not even a whole person no more. And, and some of y'all are, are cloaked in, so cloaked in everybody else's stuff. 
It's almost like you walk around with somebody else's brain, eyes, ears, arms. Say, what's that movie where they were patching somebody? They, they found a guy the other day that's over there patching people together. Like, it's just psycho. And people are like, well, you know, it was, it was a nice neighborhood. Yeah, because you ain't never said nothing about all that, all that stuff he was taking out the car. It was a nice, it was, you ain't saying about that, that stitch coming out that house over there. Cause you ain't, cause y'all been suppressing it every day. Well, we you know it's, it's always been quiet. Yeah, it's always been quiet. Cause he bring them home dead. They ain't making no noise. I'm like, come on. What do you mean? It's a nice neighborhood. And then it's like, well, you know, he always did something weird. You know, he was always torturing us. You know, the kids couldn't go outside and play, but it's a nice quiet neighborhood. Cause y'all scared to say it's quiet. Cause y'all scared to say anything. Now he on the news and got a hundred bodies in the backyard, the attic, the floor. Oh, somebody went and flipped, going to flip the house and finding all this stuff, you know, in the walls and all that. But it was a nice, quiet neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Because we, we, we out here believing in and everything. Don't believe it. Don't believe the hype. I do want you to believe. I don't know what I want you to believe at this point. Because too many of y'all falling prey to this stuff. I have got to go. We're right at an hour. She's going to finish right at an hour. Do me a favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.